Hello and welcome back to the Gay Power Half an Hour with your host, Tony Soto and... KC Lai. All right, we don't have to say it twice. Why are we rooting? Why are we rooting? Because we got to root for each other in this day and age. If we can't... (laughs) As Rue would say, if you can't root for yourself, how are you going to root for anyone else? We got to root for you today, specifically. Why, Tony? Uh, Because it's your 33rd birthday. Why did you have to leave at the age? Well, because I want that to be out there. I Why think that, I think that transparency is important. So, Isn't it lucky? Uh, aren't the double years lucky? Isn't this going to be... This is... I don't know. I don't know how. Oh, oh. I feel like Saturn returned for me and has already gone, and what it was supposed to do didn't happen. Um, <laughs> do you know I, all that thing about the whole Saturn and the stuff? Are we talking about like retrograde and whatnot? Yeah, apparently Saturn returns and like because it like at thirty some odd some odd years, but then they say it's like twenty nine to thirty two when it's supposed to be, and it's not. Uh, it's supposed to bring you your success, your change, your change. You get your change. Yeah, and I'm changed. You are? I don't know. Are you changed? Well, it's your birthday. Yeah. Uh, you're 33. How do you feel? Like, um, I feel okay. I, um, just like everyone else, went through like the worst week what? Of, um, in our generation. A bad week. Isn't it weird? It's like, remember 9 11? No, I, no, <laughs> I, I, I specifically try to forget. Do you remember 9 11? It's, it's always my intention to forget that. Do you remember those days? After 9-11, where it was like, what's going to happen? That was kind of how this felt. But like the difference was, was that the country was all in it together. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Pick it up. Oh, we got a dog. Yeah. So there's a dog. And I'm having a really great time with it. Tony's not super excited. I got a dog from, well... Not for my birthday. No, no, no. Wrap it up. Be quick about this story because it's not interesting enough to really. Oh my god, on. Tony is so. I'm upset so about mad with this it. dog, I'm so uh, mad. which is crazy because it's the cutest thing in the entire world. And if you just took a moment to just like gaze into its sweet, sweet baby, sweet eyes, you would be very happy. Her name is Frau because she's half German and she's half Mexican. She's a Chihuahua and a mini Pinscher, and so we named her Frau, which is like woman or lady in German. For those of you who don't know, basic German, and she's very sweet, but she's very young. And so she doesn't know what's going on, and Tony wasn't being very nice to her, so she's yapping. Oh, please. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, so we have another uh, case of uh, gay people who shouldn't have children that just had children. I don't understand why you uh, say that gay people shouldn't have children. I feel like all gay people should adopt. You're part of the problem. You had your own biological kid with a lesbian. You're just perpetuating the population <laughs> overgrowth. Yeah, That's what you're doing. Yeah, I had a human. Here it I was am funny. adopting. As, as soon as he walks in, the dog starts looking at itself in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, look at that dog. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's my kid. Of course. Of course. Yeah. It's so self-obsessed. It loves it's attention, and it loves its own reflection. <laughs> and it's learning how to love the sound of its own voice. Well, I'm glad that you're holding it now, so yeah. keep doing that until the end. Okay. Uh, so, what, what do you have? Um, so, we've had a bad week. It's been a it's been a rough week yeah. uh, all around. Um, it th- I've been telling people because I've been talking to my waiter friends and stuff like that, and they've been saying that uh, fights are just breaking out at at tables, really, at restaurants and like shit. families and stuff, like families and whatnot. And uh, you know, it touched my family. You oh, know, yeah? yes, yes, my mother voted for Trump. My mother voted for Trump because of how she felt. 
Well, you know, that is um, in this day and age. No, it's legitimate. A thing. It's a thing. Feelings are obvious in issue. the PC community a- that, that all these conservatives are so fucking upset about and that they hate. They're very quick to tell us how they feel yeah. and what they did because of their feelings. Yeah. So needless to say, she engaged me on the social media about it. How does that work with you and your mom? And you know, we're not that social close. Media? <laughs> we're not. We don't yeah. do. We don't do it a lot. They Skype Thanksgiving dinner. We don't at all. <laughs> like, there's not. There might be a text message, uh-huh. but, but I mean, it just it, it goes to show you, or it went to show me. I was like, it really doesn't matter if you are in a conservative person's life. You know what I mean? Like, it really because <sighs> yeah because your issues. Your issues, I guess, are, like, are so unimportant, like, important to them. Right. No matter who you are to them. Well, that is what I was dealing Because, like, a family member of mine was like, we didn't even realize this gay rights thing was such a big issue. <laughs> they didn't talk about it on the media. They didn't talk about it on the CNNs and the Fox News. And I'm like, you know, I... I I've been gay for, and you've known that for the last 10 years, we've talked about how uh, Republicans have uh, not been very pro-gay. We've seen how that happened. And I didn't realize that I had to say, hey, remember me. And you know, I didn't think they were going to vote. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm not shocked um, that that people put our issues below the way that they feel about their issues. You right, know? right. It was so funny. I was listening to the radio the other day and it was like this season, like consumer confidence is way up. So the holiday season is looking forward to a big, uh, like to a, like a, a really big, uh, economic boon because you know, the economy is doing better. Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. But yeah. Not according to these people. Well, I mean, so this needless, Muslim economy needless we've been to say in for the last eight years, like my mother had to, uh, just tell me that she vote, voted how she felt. And so I then, I, first of all, I'm like, well, if you're going to engage me on social media, I'm not going to let that not be uh, engaged. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to let that. What did, what did she say? She, she said, I love you. I love you, Tony, but I had to vote how I felt. Right. And I was like, I didn't need to know how you felt. Did like, you? I did not need to. The last time that we had corresponded was via text. And right. my last thing I said was don't vote for Trump. And right. she responded, okay. Right. That's all I, you know what? I interpreted that okay how I needed to interpret that okay. And, and that's all I needed. And you didn't need to know. The, I didn't need the, to the know yeah. anything else. So when she told me how she felt, then I was like, well, let me tell you what your feelings could possibly do to my life and people's lives around me. And I reminded her that she has two gay children, mm-hmm. uh, my sister and myself. Mm-hmm. I reminded her that she married uh, an undocumented uh, Mexican person right. uh, and had three fucking kids. But would probably be happy if he got deported, I imagine. <laughs> well, currently, yeah, probably so. <laughs> At this point, yes, yeah, she yeah. probably. Um, and the fact that, you know, there could very well be undocumented relatives that are still in my life right. whose lives could be in danger as well. And she then, of course, was like, you humiliated me. I have a freedom right. of choice. And I was like, you do have a freedom of choice, but you have to own your choice after and what could happen because of your choice. Well, and the thing that's been so annoying, I mean, I'm sorry, Tony, one, because it is. Uh, oh, it's a long list of added dysfunctions to our list. Yeah, the I thing know. is, is like, you know, that's why I don't get all that sentimental when it comes to family. But shit. it is that like, like it is yet another like poke in the heart 
uh, <laughs> after you know it being ripped out and thrown yeah. on the ground yeah. uh, this whole past week. Right. For us, for them, you know, they're having this joyful jubilation. But I, I which I maybe not I'm feel, just jealous. They are no, just jealous. You know what? And I mean, like I, I don't feel bad about um, about engaging in a way where people know how hard this is for us because it is a lot of like get your shit together and move on this is america we voted we won and it's like okay you didn't get more votes but you did win so i guess we're gonna move that way but don't act like you got the most votes don't act like you get to do whatever you want now right our fucking rights and thoughts aren't taken into consideration because we're just whining and you know like i keep hearing even on the left i keep hearing now um, identity politics uh, uh, being what is initi- what is this? Well, it's what the idea this? of like gay politics, politics okay. and black politics and uh, okay. and women issues and trans issues. Those are all. Oh, I- you mean the continuous fight for equality? Well, sure, <laughs> but so but so you know, like uh, that is what uh, our side is labeled. As. It's like the Democrats are just a, a, a group, you know, a, a poorly knit together group of various different identities and they all want various things. They want equality. And, you know, and so they're pushing all of this onto the other side and the other side isn't ready for all of it. Yeah. Kind of thing. And so if we, you know, could focus on some bigger issues, et cetera, et cetera. But to me, it's like and we, you know, we were talking about this, I think, a little bit last week. But it's like if you were better to us where we came from. Right. We wouldn't have to move to these bubbles right. where we all get along right. to form our to let our identities grow, you know, and then because if you had been fairer to us. We could stay there and we could have had this conversation there yeah. instead of you running us out. Yeah. And then when you get over here, you tell them you think we're better than you. You know what? When it comes to the, a lot of things, we're more progressive and we're more forward thinking and we're more future forward than you are. Because you're the fact that you're scared, like it's it comes from a fear base uh, with, with people like that. It's like. What's so wrong with moving forward? Well, like, just, what was so good about? I heard, yeah, I mean, well, what was so good was their comfy little home, which never was. But it's just like it's easier to, when, like, you know, and it, and it's like, I don't know. It's hard to talk to my grandmother about trans issues because it just doesn't make any sense to yeah, her. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But it makes sense to me, and it makes sense to everyone that I know. Yeah, and you know, I'm that's, and if and if that's the way it is, where it's like they just want to be blind to it, fine. But, but, you know, like, I just don't understand why we can't just, why, why, why our beings just do scare everyone else? Well, you know, I, you mean, know it's like, I got a phone call from my brother, uh, who I have mad respect for my brother. He, uh, he's still in my hometown. He is a hillbilly, yeah. uh, to boot, but he's a smart kid and he's got a sense of humor and whatever. But we, we I, I don't know if he had. If he even saw any of the, the drama on the social media between my mother and I, yeah. uh, which she never texted me or called me after either. So he, it's she like, didn't No. So and it's like, and I'm she like, doesn't care. I'm like, the ball is, is in your court. You know, and so yeah. then I'm talking to my brother and he's like, well, what are you so scared of, Tony? What are you so scared of? And I was like, well, I'm really scared of the fact that uh, they don't see me as a person. They could, in fact make laws that lessen my personhood in this country yeah and he's like they're never gonna do that they're never gonna do that and i was like if you think that a republican run congress senate house 
every Supreme Court, right. everything aren't going to make moves to shape it so that it is harder for us to be open. Then you don't know me. And he and he was like, and I, and I was like, this country doesn't love us. And um, he was like, but Tony, I love you. And I was like, yeah, but I, I can't be the only yeah, one that, that you like, like what, what you what would make me feel like you loved me is if you learned something about lgbt history right. if you Not, if you heard someone say the the word faggot that wasn't to me that you would stand up and yeah. say maybe you shouldn't say that word and it's like not the history doesn't even need you don't even need to go that far back to understand what we're talking about in 2007 you could be married in california yeah in 2008 you could not. Right. Because they voted to take our rights away. Right. And so that's just the way that it works. And they'll be like, no, it doesn't happen. That, that's that was my people in my family were saying, like, we, we'll we'll march on Washington. Fuck right. Yeah. You're yeah. Gonna march on Washington sure. for some gays. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. And yeah. Our, and But it's like, you know what? It's not even marriage that I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what? Well, I mean, uh, well, this is another thing. It's like, because we've been talking a lot about visibility. Yes. And I think that it's very important uh, yep. about visibility. And uh, the reason why this family thing, although it's it's bothersome to me, is because recently, uh, in January, I was diagnosed with HIV. What? What? <laughs> and, Are you kidding me? And... My family knows that, you know? Yeah. And so it's not only that I'm their gay son anymore. Right. It's that I am their son who, and family member, brother, whatever, who has HIV. Yep. And Proud of you, Tony. I'm new. But now that this has happened, it puts into perspective that, you know, Pence would like to take money from HIV research. And put it towards put it towards conversion therapy, right? And this That's seems, this the police they're coming for you. I know. That's the AIDS oh my god, the, the AIDS, AIDS police are here. It's coming for you. Damn it, Trump moves fast. He moves <laughs> so fast. Yeah, he, we haven't even put this online yet. He did say they're he, coming. he did say he'd be efficient and he'd get shit done. So and I'm let's give him a chance. AIDS. You don't have AIDS. You're HIV positive. Yes. And you're proudly healthy HIV positive. Yes. And uh, now you're talking about it on the internet. And now I'm talking about it on the internet. I am uh, shocked. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to say that I've known this for since the beginning. Um, I think Tony, uh, I think you told me You were my second call. Second person. You were my second call. Which I was happy to find out about. And I'm happy to make you at ease. Also because I'm HIV positive. (gasps) Why? I've been for a long time. Oh, a veteran. A veteran. And uh, so I had it under my wings. And I, you know, it's one of those things where we've been doing this show, The Gay Power, half an hour for a while now. Yeah. And um, we both were trying to figure out uh, the best way to jump into it. I've been talking about this on stage. Um, everyone in my life knows. Yeah. And I am totally content it feels great to come out about it it's a whole nother deal second yeah, ask out. me tomorrow of how great it feels <laughs> well let's see how that goes but i i think that it's important so this was my thought process on on the um on the election was you know this election is all about walls and barriers i mean this election is all about like 
going into the shadows like i mean honestly i mean if you're if if you're undocumented we're already talking about getting out two you know two to three million of the criminals yeah we'll see we'll see all the, yeah we'll see it so we're talking about walls and barriers and i was just thinking about all these people who really do not know people unlike themselves in so many ways you know and that is tough and so when we talk about, you know, I, to me now, it's just about breaking down walls. I don't care. I was ready that night because I haven't posted this on social media yet because, again, I just don't want it to, like, you know, it just gets out of hand that way. And I don't yeah. need I don't need anyone else commenting on it. Yeah, in I'm ways not that trying negative, to, especially in that scenario. But what I am, but I was going to be like, you know what, like, like, I just need to, to I just need to, to tell everyone right now that this is who I am and this yeah. is what's going on. It makes me be a positive gay man. And yeah, I have a little bit of fear about what happened. I mean, but, but you, you were could, like, you were like, don't. Don't don't do it because of him. Don't do it because of Trump. And also, if you're gonna do it, do it in prime time. Don't do it at two a.m. Do it at five. Do it at two p.m. So people can respond to this and have real reactions to it, uh, which I appreciate. I always uh, think about good TV. I'm always about good TV. I was like marketing. Skills. Well, you know, it was. It's funny because um, uh, Casey has. I, I I knew about uh Casey's status for some time and when I, I watched you uh bring it to the stage and approach it as and we've had many a strong conversation yeah. regarding uh sex, uh, you know, condoms, all of that, all of that stuff. And it was so funny because I remember we were driving down the street and I'm just thinking about how proud I am of you, but we're uh, because of what you do on the stage uh and you make it funny. Um, but also we were having a conversation about like condoms and stuff, and I was like shaming you somewhat sexually, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. And uh, that used to be your go-to. That was my go-to, and then I like literally two or three weeks later, yeah. I'm walking down Santa Monica by one of those fucking like get your status in one minute, and I yeah. was like, I have a minute, so I like walk in, and uh. They tell me it's reactive, and I'm so stupid. I asked if that was another name for negative because I'd never heard yeah. reactive. Um, and so then I was just like, when I told Casey, I was like, "Oh my god, you made it look so glamorous! You, you were doing, you were doing so, you were doing so well in your comedy. I, I just had to go out and get it. Well, I just had to go out and get it." Let's be real upfront, uh, and I think you know, I think a lot of our listeners probably are hip to the jive about HIV and that things are okay. But um, you know, you take yeah. you take the medicine is very good. Uh, we take uh, a pill a day, and we will live for Ever. as long as Trump allows the world to remain. <laughs> so uh, I have a lot to say, of course. But one, um, yeah, you know what? Obamacare keeps me alive right now. Yeah. And so I, I'm interested to see how um, health care moves. Thank God we live in California, a state that has long led yep. in uh, making sure that people who are HIV positive um, can have access to affordable, good healthcare and their medications because it's their medications that keep them alive. And that's be and I want just to get a little political for a second. Uh, not that oh, that was. What? Oh, but like the Clinton Foundation, what was it doing besides taking meetings with Saudi Arabia? They were fucking working to end AIDS in Africa. But yeah, what yeah, a piece you know, of shit. That, what's that? What's that? Piece of shit. But um, <laughs> so there's so there's a, but so I like it's important for us, Tony, because two, we're out there, we're visible people. We uh, and you are. 
like I am my performances are much more within the straight community in a lot of ways because gay people don't like stand up comedy. Different thing. But um <laughs> gay men do not. But you are out there in the uh in the throes of the gay nightlife and culture and I you know, I, I think one, it might have actually make that even like a little bit scarier, you know, because like gay the gay gay men especially, you know, it's still about sex and um, youth and beauty and all that stuff and disease is a hard thing to lead with. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know? That's, I mean, the thing also it, you know, it's been such, I was real quiet about this for a long time. Like I only told a handful of people for, uh, like, you know, at least the first four to six months or something like that of knowing, yeah. and it's going to be almost a it year. Takes, I didn't tell my mom for years. Yeah. It's going to like January will be a year. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, I, I think that what it was, was that I always, I always was safe. You know what I mean? Like I, it was sexually, all, sexually, yeah. it was always, and, and I always had this like thought in my mind that there are people out there who are like, oh, she's going to get it <laughs> to you, <laughs> to me. Because why? Um, I don't know. Ill will. Did you? Ill will. You did, know, like, yeah, I mean, ill will. Yeah. Like, got it. You know, like, you know, straight people who, uh, okay. who I've encountered in my life. Well, and, so more of that idea of like, you're gay, you're, you're a partier, like, yeah. you're bad. You're which one I'm of the bad gays. Which I'm so not. You you're know not, what I mean? You're one of the bad, like, you don't have a boyfriend and you're not trying to get married. It, was, it, down. it made me, it made me really like, uh, uh, look on to my internalized homophobia straight on because sure. it happened immediately i was like oh my god they're gonna think that i was a slut and like uh, oh uh, well, and i was 36 you know like really girl you 36 that's it, and you yeah. know all of that shit was hitting me hitting me over and over again and i'm just like and, and but that just made me quite aware i'm like if it happened to me and i'm telling you i'm not cool yeah we know <laughs> yeah you're not you know? Anyone who knows you. So then then you all have to fucking do what you need. You all need to get on prep. You all need to do. Yeah. Well, I, I, and it was also that I was having the conversation about going on prep like yeah. two weeks before I knew I was I, the origin story. You know well, what I mean? You know, I mean, so I've been positive for eight years and I got it when I was 24 and I got it right after I had like left you know, right at right at, right when I was hitting my gay stride, right when I was becoming comfortable being gay, I'd moved to San Francisco. I had been in a college in a like a stuffy New England uh, woods town. You know, yeah. I had grown up in that stuffy was Dartmouth, New everyone. England. Well, you know, whatever. You know, I, yeah, I, sure. Ivy I said school. it for you. But that's you. part of the thing. It's like there is something one of those things where like you had shame because you thought people uh, you were going to think you were a slut. I thought that like everyone thought I was this huge failure because I was given all of these opportunities and I wasted them because I went out and I had sex. Yeah, I mean, at least I'm a POC. Sex. At least I'm a POC. Yeah, I'm a white kid. Yeah, you fucked up. I'm privileged. <laughs> I went to an Ivy League school. Yeah. I, married an, I majored in international relations. You should be ashamed of yourself, actually. And then I had a couple actually. of gay relations. It took some coming some halls. And then all of a sudden, I'm the deviant. <laughs> I'm the worst kind of gay. And that was running through my head for, for years. I mean, it's still, you know, it's still, I still have those moments. And that's what, you know, talking about is is uh is good because it does it really it releases you know like the physically we're going to be fine the yeah. shame and the stigma are still it's very so very there. very real and, and and so i want to ask you so eight years yeah um is it still has it has that shame and that like stigma for you dissipated do you still feel it because like there are moments where i just get like 
you know how when you feel you wake up and you're like, oh, we're in a Trump America and you get nauseous? <laughs> like, yeah. That, that's kind of how well, I feel about. Let, let me. Um, I started talking about it on stage a, a year ago, too. Yeah. Um, and um, that was huge for me in in reclaiming some power. And I and but it was it, I didn't I have never I talked about it on social media in a comment because someone was attacking me about something else and I needed to like like so I was like I, I've, I've used it sparingly don't mess but with I me I'm, I have like, yeah, yeah if you want to fight you're gonna get blood all over you and then we're gonna say, just kidding you can't get it because I'm, I'm undetectable <laughs> we'll talk about that on a different episode but um <clears throat> but uh no so but the because like you know, like uh, there is that like once you get once you put it out there, then to a certain extent, it's following you, you know, the way that I felt it with like with like gayness um, uh, w- early on. It was like, well, like once you once I say it, then like I'm always going to be the ga- the gay person. I felt that way when I was a young gay yeah. coming out and I was worried about that. And so it, it, this is something that, you know, it, it's a second coming out all all over. Right. And like and and I unfortunately I I didn't I told people who needed to know up front, but then I went a long time without like being you know I went years without telling my mom yeah because I was just like I yeah we were waiting I, on I you Queen. Dealing with we were it. waiting yeah, on you I just started dealing I just started dealing with it and then I was fine I was like well it's mine and like you know sexual partners need to know and you know my friends are no but like other than that like what am I what am I doing I'm like I wasn't using it in my comedy I thought I could just be a funny silly you know gay comic without it and then yeah, I just realized you really needed well, but a I was niche. hiding this giant, a- <laughs> but I was hiding this 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 another important part of my identity because again this is our identity now Yeah. you know and this is another one but it's a yeah, important that's a component big, of who we are That's a big thing now too because it, it, that that's another thing it was like this is this is now Well there are some people who say that Really, the only true uh, queer men now are uh, HIV positive gay men. Well, um, I mean, okay, but, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't. Maybe that's for another show. No, too. <laughs> but as I see all these gay white male Trump supporters, I have to say, and I've been seeing. I was shocked on Facebook to see uh, some really supportive gay Trump people. Yeah, uh, uh, and that's just what I'm. It's like I've been saying it for years. White gay men are just waiting. Well, to be the white thing men also. Offer. Well, you have to think of it this way too. You have uh white gay men who are now on prep who will feel like they're untouchable when it comes to that. So right. Uh, the people who actually, you know, they're they're protected. They're good now. The people who still have it, you know, we're just a dying breed. Well, oh, well, we're not dying one, but no, uh, still alive. But it's, there's something I am happy. And I feel just like when I really embraced my gayness and was like, this makes me better. Yeah. Uh, HIV is making me better because, again, it adds had it added a whole new level of empathy for the world and for what people are going through. And it has given me another struggle that I've had. Like, I look at it this way in my life when it comes to like, like coming. I've been in two deep, dark wells. One was growing up um gay and Uh not ever feeling supported as a child yeah uh and i pulled myself out of that and then for uh you know i came out at 19 and then i was in san francisco after college i got to san francisco because i wanted to be there i wanted to be political i wanted to be around hot guys i wanted to have sex i wanted to have fun i had a little bit too much fun and uh (laughs) within like six months of being in san francisco so i was like late 23s within six months of being in san francisco i was hiv positive and i got thrown into another deep dark well yeah and i have climbed out of my second one and i feel a lot fucking stronger i'm stronger because i've climbed out of two deep dark wells yeah. you know and it it's it, it's it, it's going and it already has made me better and it's only going to make you and um and you know we're here for we're just we're here for 
the world now yeah. and like in yeah. the face of all of this this is this is this is why well, we I need to, talk to we it. need to talk about this because that's that's where we are right now everybody it's like when it comes down to it there's so many different facets of our uh people yeah and we are good yeah we are a force for good queers know how to mobilize now, i might queers say some to... problematic stuff on occasion right. but guys i don't mean it me neither i mean i don't mean it Sometimes I'm just going for the choke. It wasn't his fault. He has HIV. I have HIV. It clouds my judgment. He's very nervous I don't know what about to things. Do. He lashes out. In it's the virus way. talking. It's a bad virus. You know, She's undetectable, but they're not all dead. You know, you, know you can I mean? kill. You can get them undetectable, a- so they can't detect them in the blood, but they but linger in the still there. in the gut, and it's that's like what she reads from. That's what it is. I need to go to Scientology. That's what it is. Gut. It's Xenu. Yeah, you need to go to Scientology. That's pray it away. Uh, but you know, a lot of people. This is, goes back to what I was saying about 9/11. 9/11. Oh, was, I remember that. Well, 9/11 was scary. It happened. We didn't know it was going to happen next, but we were united. Yeah. When I found out I was HIV positive, it was scary. But they told me that I was going to be okay. Yeah. And they showed me medicine, and they showed me proof that I was going to be okay. Yeah. Trump I mean, winning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no fucking no idea. clue what's going to happen. No idea. I'm hoping for the best, but my eyes are wide I'm open. I'm so tired of everyone being like... No, I'm hoping we don't die. Well, That's I, what no, I mean. I get it, but no, this is what I want to say this. I do want to say that I'm really tired of everyone being like, we need to give him a chance. Agreed. And my whole thing is, did you forget the campaign? Like, have we forgotten the fact that everyone's like, hey, guys, calm down. You know, he hasn't even started yet. Yeah, but I heard the rhetoric before and you're trying to act like that doesn't exist and that that didn't exist and that that didn't happen. And it's all on Vidya. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pull up the tape, queen. Pull it up. He's crazy. And that is the truth. We are in trouble. Mike Pence is evil. We're well, in trouble. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I, that's the, I think that to me, I, I am willing, I am willing to say we need to be open to listen to the other side's true grievances that are not based in race. And I, I, I don't, I think that they, they're like, we're not racist. The only thing that makes them angrier than calling them racist is telling them that they are racist and they don't realize it yet. I was. And, 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 but so I'm, but so I'm willing to be like, all right, well, like if you don't even realize it, then we're just like, you're not as bad as we make you out to be. And there are legitimate grievances and I'm willing to do that. But Trump and Bannon have shown time and time again that they are not for us. I went to see David Sedaris on Monday, oh, a night with David Sedaris in Pasadena, and uh, he was asked about the president-elect, and he was like, you know, I mean, see who we got, so I feel like uh, we need to give him a chance. And then he just goes, four days. Four <laughs> days. He has four days to do it. But, but and <laughs> I don't know. It is that thing to where Obama was like, give him a chance, and it was like, we've given him... 50 chances to not be a huge piece of shit. Yeah, he, and every time he comes back, a bigger, harder, bigger, dirtier batter, piece of but shit. But he won. He won. He won. But hey, so did we. We just won. Yeah, we did. This was good. Yes. I mean, uh, thank you. you tell all, us your thoughts. You all were at our coming out show. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell people about anything you're doing? Um, yeah, you can see me on Friday in LA at the Virgil for, I'm not sure the name of it, but it's like a pussy power show and I'm the one gay on it. And it's a, a, a female and f- female comics with one gay. It's going to be a great show. Um, a lot of drinking and you can see me every weekend, every Wednesday at party in the back at the new California barbershop in Echo Park. 
the Tony Soto Show. The, the Tony Soto Show dot com. Uh, follow me on Instagram at the Tony Soto Show. We'll be back next week. Love you guys. All right, love you guys. Bye. Thank you.